BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. The Bonfire, Faction Talk Series XM 103, Big J Okerson, Dan Soder. We got the whole motherfucking team in the house. Black Lou, Jacob Batak, Kristen Marie Evans, of course, DJ Lou. We cannot do our Black King, the Black Tiger, Lewis. <laughs> So, speaking of Tribe Called Quest, do you remember when after Montreal we all went and saw Tribe Called Quest and Nine Inch Nails? Yeah, you guys were all on mushrooms and cried behind Isabella. That wasn't me, dog. I wasn't on mushrooms. You weren't? No. It was Ari and Lewis. Oh, Ari and Lewis. Yeah. Don't try to fucking incriminate thought, me, dog. I thought you were. I thought you cried. I didn't cry. You didn't cry. I cry other times, dude. Ari and Lewis had their face painted with that glitter, oh, no, and they're crying. They had glitter on their face. <laughs> they cried they during Hurt. Nine Inch oh, Nails yeah. did hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I'll oh, yeah. cry. Listen, I'm going to let you know when I cry. I cry all yeah. the time. No, I believe you would say you did. I thought for some reason I thought that you... All I remember was Isabella was there and she was at an age still for sure where I wasn't like... You guys had to hide it. ...dipping off to smoke pot or do anything <laughs> yeah. with you guys. So I think I didn't smoke pot. I smoked a lot of pot. That was one of the coolest moments. I had those incognito joints that yeah. looked like cigarettes. And I had a bunch of them from Colorado and I filled up a Camel Lights pack. I was super stoned. I wasn't on mushrooms. And I had the pack, and the guy at security, this is when Ari pulled one of the coolest moves I've ever seen. The guy's like, you can't come in with that open pack of cigarettes. You got to throw those out. I was like, I have to throw these out. It was a pack full of joints from Colorado. And I threw them in the trash can, and the guy goes, thanks. And I walked. Ari got checked and just walked by and grabbed the cigarettes right out of the trash. And I was like, that was awesome. I watched the whole thing. That's Ari being Ari. I was like, God damn it, that was awesome. So then we were just high as fuck. But the reason I bring up the concert because Nine Inch Nails they cried and then we and then Ari and I walked back over the Triborough Bridge, which was mm-hmm. weird. Sure, he was on mushrooms and I was high. I was stoned out of my mind. Um, but Tribe called Quest. Chappelle was watching him. We were watching Tribe. We we're all together then. Mm-hmm. I think we were all in a group. But we were. I was doing a bit later with Ari while we were walking across the bridge. Because it was Chappelle and Amy Schumer was like trying to, was hanging with Chappelle. And she was like, you know, up with there with Chappelle. And I was like, man, we were doing our impression of Amy Schumer and Chappelle watching Tribe Called Quest. Where she was like, oh my God, I love Fife Dog. I miss him. And he's like, well, everyone knows my favorite one is Q-Tip. And she's like, oh, I love Q-Tip the most. That's who I love the most. Oh my God, Midnight Marauders was my favorite album. He goes, well, it actually gets better on the other. Oh no, I like that album. We're just doing it the whole That's walk. the best one. That's the best one. He's just Whatever. following his black lead on exactly. this? Exactly. Oh my God, yes. Yes. 
Lost Soul Brother number one. <laughs> Just saying shit that doesn't make sense. It's so funny. Isabella, well, that, that was an interesting concert because also Isabella showed up. That was my first time seeing Isabella try to be what I think her version of like... A kid or an adult? No, like an adult. Yeah, like so it was the first time she had... So she was wearing something that was like a... Like a There's she, like a leotard. She had shorts on, but she had like... It was like a bodysuit or something she was wearing and her boobs were kind of like for the first time like... Nothing wrong with that. Yes, there is, Jacob. <laughs> She's a child, you piece of shit. Um, so that was the first time you as a father watched her out in the wild as like an adult. Oh, I hated it. So I was consumed makeup. with that. Yeah, makeup, the whole thing where I was just kind of like... Ugh. It's be my little girl. Yeah. You want her to be like holding your hand and just being at your waist length? <laughs> I mean, being waist height and being like, Dad, I don't. And instead she's like, Hey, Dad, this is pretty cool. We're going. These to, are bands you grew up watching? I'm taking her to see the Deftones awesome. on Sunday, and I'm curious what she's going to dress like for that. Because, I mean, to go to the Sixers game, she had uh, like jewels under her eyes. Well, she was dressed like Iverson's mom. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, shit! She was dressed like Iverson's mom. That's she great. Was all like blue and red hair, and then just sitting under the basket in an AI jersey. It's a funny. I would talk about it on air with her at some point. She might even have been here on Tuesday. I don't remember. Yeah, but um, she hit me up yesterday. Take her just out of the blue. It's such a funny thing because you don't want to be negative and you want to be supportive. And realistic and everything at the same time. But sure. at 19, she's hit me with, hey, Dad, do you think I could be uh, like in music? And I'm like, like what? And she was like, like a rapper or a producer. And I was like, uh, I mean, production. You could go to school and learn production and, you know, figure it out like that. And if you got a good ear for things, like, sure, you could be a producer. She's like, why not a rapper? And I'm like, <laughs> you're going to make me say it. I'm like, I've never heard you rap. <laughs> like, don't so, make me say it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what. Because here's the thing, maybe she's really good at rap. I don't. She says her friends tell her to, which is like, you know, I'm sure yeah, it's not, it's not a real brain trust over there either. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they see she has something that sounds. So I don't know. But the last thing I want to do is ask her to rap for, rap for me. Right. But spit. if she was like, Dad, could you help me pay for like studio time or something yeah. like that, I have to be like, spit. Rap for me, spit. Spit, go. Okay. Acapella. Right. Okay. I'll do this acapella. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope she goes full fucking Eminem and just writes diss songs so on then, you. Why, well, just killing Jay. Bring it up, again, my dad never said I could do this. My point being, as a supportive father, all I can say is, I don't know, maybe she's fantastic at it and we'll find sure. out. Uh, I don't know if she even, it might have just also been a, a the way it was brought to me. It th- makes me feel like she was stoned, and was like, "Yo, I'm gonna is be this the greatest fucking like, yeah." So I don't know if she was stoned, but it seemed like a so out of nowhere thing. And she's like, "Really? You don't think I could be a rapper?" Oh, like, man. I don't know no, if you could be a rapper. She oddly brought it up to me when she was her roommate told her like you could be. I think she said you could be an artist or a rapper, and I was like, "Why would she say rapper, Isabella?" I know because she really Isabella knows every word to every song. That mean she anything. can rap along with it. But I asked her, I was like, "Do you like write rap? Is that something that you do?" And she kind of brushed it off. But I'm like, <laughs> she doesn't want to say writing. Yeah, let me see your lyrics, yeah. yo. But then watch her just come through and blow us all away. What's really gonna hurt what's gonna hurt is if she writes a fucking a tasty one just torching me for leaving. Yeah. He left. <laughs> said he was sleeping over at his friend's house. You're like, oh my god, she oh, no. put that in there. Oh no. Wow, she put that in there. Yo, Daddy, why are you taking your TV with you? <laughs> it's called Daddy's TV. Daddy's TV. <laughs> it's the name of the first song. You're like, damn, Isabella fucking went in deep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Isabella fucked your shit up. Daddy's TV. She got in there and rearranged your guts, dude. Oh shit! I can't wait Jake to tell really her deserves that. Deserves his daughter writing diss tracks on I him. I mean, honestly, I don't know. He grew up. I mean, she grew up. It, I here's to play devil's advocate or not even devil's advocate to play where she's coming from. I bet in her mind it wouldn't be a big deal to write a song about her dad because no. she's like, that's what my family does. When something happens, you just tell the public about it. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. <laughs> she's grown up, but and not in a bad way. In a way, I'm no, like, no, that's, no. that's totally her life. She was like 15 years old, comfortable on Sirius XM. Yeah, I worked seven years at major radio stations and I was scared shitless the first time <laughs> I was there. <laughs> like, okay, okay. I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, Microphones are on, these are on. These are live. Baseball's hit. <laughs> and it's caught. It was, uh, and she's just ready to gossip. Yeah. No, she gets on and she's like, whatever. You guys are old and lame. So maybe maybe she's comfortable rapping. Also, I think rapping now is way different than what we have any concept of for kids. Sure. Because Universal now. Yeah, no, you're not wrong about that. It's mainstream. But it's like here's... a thing where, where you're growing up. When you were growing up, especially where, in, where I grew up in Colorado, if someone at my high school is like, I'm going to be a rapper, you're like, you're from Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> like, Settle shut, down, Hank. Shut the fuck up. You're from a suburb. It's, yeah, shut it, your mouth, Gil. But now everyone's like Jack Harlow's and stuff. I think Jack Harlow probably wouldn't have been able to do it without not only Eminem but like the the logics and all the people that oh, maybe for have... sure logic is this is that logic can I have a hug maybe Isabel will be Damn, the first Lou, I gave successful... you every opportunity in fact Lou, I... so much oh, I even tried to fucking jump on the grenade for you thank you can I have a hug please yes <laughs> but I, I just don't think like because us saying it you're like you want to be a rapper no, but of course. Kind of, that might be our old. That's why. Brains, I, let me tell you something. Like, that's why I didn't right? hit her. That's why I didn't hit her with that because We're, I said before, "You're a good dad." How the fuck do I know? I'm like people just. I, I by the way, also that said, I didn't write a lick of comedy or thought of writing a joke in my life until I was 19. And I and I said, someone goes, "You should try." Com-. I was a fan of comedy, yeah. big fan. And someone goes, "You should try it." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll try." It. And I'm like, you know, a moderate success at it. So it's like. Uh, you, you know, don't I mean, know. maybe maybe she can't. What me and Christine then started daydreaming about was what if Isabella's fucking nice with it, dude? dude. My daughter, she was. Wouldn't it be funny if Big J's daughter is like a fucking sick rapper, dude? Just <laughs> like they, now, I wanted to be great in the pantheon of Biggie and stuff with lyricists. They're like, dude, I don't know what it is. She can just tell a story over a beat, and it just takes you there. And she you're paints like, a picture, man. She paints a picture of words. Is B from Queen? Yeah, and I'm like, I, uh, I'm like, hey, Jay, I hate this. It's like 10 years. I'm like, I hate to do this, but my nephew wants tickets to Isabella. It's my cousin's son. He, he calls me his uncle. Do you think you could hook me up? And you're like, yeah, dude, what city? Oh, dude, Isabella should call herself Izzo. Can I be a mom and But Izzo's too close to live, though. You don't right? want to. Right? No. But no, you, that's good. That's how no, you get not. followers. That's not. You don't you want her own thing. Izzo. Oh, should be Wizzo? <laughs> she should be Wizzo? White Lizzo? I know, yeah. I think that's more of like a uh, seasonal thing, like the McRib. Uh, she more than a flute, permanent. Though. Isabel doesn't play the flute. Get her a violin. Have her fucking devil's down. Devil went down to Georgia, her. She's just not dressing like Barney at a goddamn award show. No, I won't have it. No more. Izzo's not a good option anymore. I mean, I think it would be even funnier is if. She is nice with it, and then there's like a a rap beef, and then it's like she's mixed up in some shit. Yeah, like real shit. And you got to get into it. it. It's about why'd you fucking come with Ghostface Killer like? Oh my god, dude, you got Lewis clipped. (laughs) (laughs) Someone shot Lewis outside of Skanks looking for your dad. She's like, he's alive though, right? So whatever, whatever, dude. Battle wounds. I sent him a Rolex. Anyway, if you don't mind, I'm about to go drop a hot sixteen in my home studio. He goes, hey, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell Isabella that this Rolex is? Is, is nice and uh, 
and thanks for those 32 bars responding. <laughs> I can't believe she just went that. Her breath control is insane. It'd be great if Isabella's just sick with it. Um, I'm telling you, the way she raps along and sings along sh- to music. Shut is, up, stepmom. No, it's impressive. <laughs> on a, for somebody uh, stepmomager to, over here. Stepmomager. For being somebody like, to have like Jay's like that too with lyrics. Yeah, they're, the they Some are musically. Are like they, they're recall. She has. I've, that. I've jokingly called Jay autistic, but it, the truth is, is yeah. his, his music recall is. It's it's second to none. I've never seen anybody that's able to do it. Similarly to Joe List, how Joe List can recall dialogue from stuff is that it, makes hanging out with him borderline obnoxious. Where he's like, "Yeah, you know, pick the red the one." Movies, I'm yeah, like, yeah. "I don't know what that is." And he's like, "Red one? Fucking Chinatown. This guy doesn't know anything." And I'm like, "I don't know anything. Why are you putting me on the spot like this?" Stop Joe yelling List? at me. Stop yelling. Start... But you do it in a fun is way. It, what I love about Isabella now is fun because we were driving down to the thing and she wants to put on. She does. I heard plenty on the way down to that game. Gunna and Gun- oh, whoever. Yeah, dude, get into all and of it. I don't yeah, like Gunna. it. I don't like it. However, we love also on that trip, she says, like, can you put on a like slipknot and stuff? So it's like without she didn't ever ask for that to be on when she was young. Yeah. But what's in, what I love is that she just or, said it just happens. But because I was always like, man, I really it's funny how much I didn't I didn't influence Isabella's music but taste you did, at all. If, but I didn't didn't know I did until like now she's like if we're know, gonna play an adult. If we're gonna play a full daydream, it's funny to think of like uh if she had like a major billboard top one hundred hit and the sample of the beat was corn and everyone's uh, like, you grew up in Queens, uh, a, a Spanish girl. What are you corn? You're like, my, well, my dad went on tour with him and I loved him. And they're like, like she samples stuff that you were like, oh, I'm going to play you Rob Zombie. And then no why. one's like, because I've never understood why rappers. I'm going to make do- a rap at Deftones concert. I'm like, yo, throw something over this. But I've never understood why rappers don't sample. Because the story that this all comes from is that uh, infamous story where that record A&R guy went to go to Warren G's house mm-hmm. and he just had like a room of dogs. He just had all these like random, he was like in Long Beach I think mm-hmm. and he went to a room and it was his turntables and shit and on the turntable was Michael McDonald and he's like, you like Michael McDonald? He's like, oh, I fucking love the Doobie Brothers and I love yeah. Michael McDonald and that's Regulators. Is yep. I can't believe we're not, you know, so I it's like, forgetting. I keep forgetting we're not in love anymore and you're like, oh, he sampled this thing that he just grew up liking. So I always think, I was, I'm was i always impressed that uh, rappers never sample wrestling theme songs or video games. Isabel's going to be rapping over straight Lincoln Park, all yeah. new metal. Oh, that's like- what I mean, dude. If it's a if it's a white DJ with a, with a guy with fucking a flavor saver, she was probably just she on, her, on, her own, on her own. She was like, she goes, put on the white stripe. Yeah. Like things and I'm like that's pretty awesome though. But that's because... going to be the classic like a- alternative to us is what probably like yacht rock is to our parents. Oh, yeah. And she does know the lyrics to those songs too like singing along with the Slipknot song and everything. Yeah. So I'm like that's pretty cool but like she just picked it up. Now. So maybe this kid can spit, dude. Who or knows? she stinks and we're just going to forget this dream. This is just That's why if she was in the show Tuesday everyone You'll know now why I didn't ask her to rap on microphone. <laughs> I would not do that to her. Yeah, in a million years I wouldn't do it to her. Backstage MSG in my mind. Yeah, but huh? that's like that's that's what's funny about that is every time I've done that, it's just led to the biggest disappointment where it just doesn't even get off the ground. I'm gonna tell Isabella where, that I'm getting off the road and I'm putting it all on her. Now. That's really funny. <laughs> I'm Billy Ray Cyrusing this shit. You go, all right, Miley, you're up. He goes, all right, Isabella, Al, the single's not moving so quick. Need you to take a picture of you drinking a beer and pissing I outside. Need you to piss outside. She goes, excuse me, Dad. 
Yeah, yeah, look. I hate to Chris Jenner this whole thing. I'm going to need you to get a little filth-filth with it, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I need you to bang a guy. Now, Papa's going to take the pictures, because I don't want to creep in here. I've got I've got uh, brazzers on the, on the line. <laughs> on for the a, um, They're looking for a leak. Because always, when you're backstage, and I know people tell you, like, oh, dream big or whatever, but never in my life, whenever I've done that, it, it, whether it be a daydream about something I want to do, or when you're with a girl and you're like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you all night. Then it inevitably leads to me coming fast or I can't get it up or I'm like sweaty. You know what I mean? Dan, I'm like, going to repeat all this back to you when we're backstage at MSG I'm not, with Isabella tearing the house down on her new rap career. I would love it. I hope I have a I yellow- I don't know if it's the weed we just smoked, but I'm all in. I hope I have a yellow <laughs> shirt on and I'm letting you guys back there. Your event staff? <laughs> I hope I'm event staff and I go, you know what? Egg on my face. He goes- Right this way. Son of a bitch, look at that. This is the luxury elevator. <laughs> uh, hey, the worst angle on me. I love that Blackaloo films in this way. Way where I've, I, every time I watch it, I'm like, ah, I can't watch this. I this make a sucks. joke. I make a joke I'm every year. Uh, like this. I make a joke, Dan. Every time I'm on the road, so there's a photographer at a comedy club. 100 percent of the time, they're like, no, no, no. It's good for me to film from the complete profile of you sitting down. Yeah. Like it's not that he goes, dude. I know what you're worried about. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to look fat. He goes. I'm going to make you look good. And then they bring me a bunch of pictures of me looking like a fucking a turd emoji sitting in a chair. I, when, I, when I saw Insta stories yesterday, I was like, oh, fuck this angle, Black Lou. What are you doing to me? It's just me Black sitting Lou, there. Can like, we get some rafters like, in here you can go up to and yeah. really shoot everything from or the I'll down Or I'll just fucking shot. sit like this while you're filming. Just let me know. Because, yeah, let's open instead it up. Of watching let's open my up. Hu- instead of watching my hunch... And me just being like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Every, I was like, dude, this is the worst. I'll never repost these. <laughs> these fucking suck. I'm going to switch that up. I do like this angle because I never get both of you looking at a video with the screen behind you. Uh-huh. So that's where it looks good. Well, then I'll just look to this way when we're watching a video so I can look forward and you can get the video behind. Oh, man, there was one shot of me one time looking. Because you don't realize like that. Me, a video camera yeah. and I go, I don't have a chin, a neck, or a jaw. Yeah, my mouth just comes out of some part of my neck that goes up to hair. Well, we've also this whole show has been built on us just doing a radio show. It's all audio, so you know they say course. we got faces for radio. Hey. But even when they did the videos, it took me a long time with Corey and Lynn to realize when they were filming because you're like, oh, you guys are filming because normally I just sit there like this. I watch a video, and then I want to make Jay laugh, so I'm like, oh, I thought of something. So it's like, I'm not, when you're on video, you're like, you have to like, know, like hey, Hardcore, would you film two lesbians diking it out in the library like this? Yeah, and he goes, or would you take a high angle on them? W- That's what, yes. <laughs> yes. Don't even answer. I already know the answer. Yes. yes. We're not up and in the puss. Yes. We're over the puss. So sure, me and Dan aren't two girls diking hard off yes. in a library, but we are trying to look at least semi-attractive to our audience. We're trying to look a a little better. Um, look alive. We come in pretty cash. Yeah, dude. I I think it would be fucking awesome if Isabella blew up. I think it'd be awesome if any. I think it'd be awesome if Hendrix played for the Cowboys and I had to put on a stupid Cowboys hat to go watch <laughs> Lou to watch Black Lou's son. I told you, my mom's son is Demir Bird, who's a player in the NFL. He's kind of a journeyman. Yeah, he's very very fast. And for just years two, three years of his childhood, he would be at my house almost every day. That's crazy. Because his mom and my mom just worked at the hospital together. That's they were crazy. Friends. That's so cool. That's and so cool. And just like, yeah. I mean, and then he just like, he's just oh, I NFL. only remember him as a child. I would love, this is what and I he's wish like in, he's, he's been on like the Patriots. He's been on the uh, the, the, the I, Panthers. When you said his name, I've, I've heard his name. <laughs> I would like love. A return. He does like a return, kick return. 
I would love, this is when I wish we had callers, because I'd love for people to call in with someone they grew up with that's just a professional athlete. Because I have McDaniel. That's the only thing I have. It's big, though. That's a it's crazy fucking, one, too. It, right, it's crazy. There's not, now that he's a head coach, it's, it's crazy. even more nuts. Well, no one cares. There's not somebody in the organization. No now one, it's like the guy. No one gave a shit. When I was living in Tucson before I moved here, He that was his first year he worked for the Texans, and no one gave a shit. I would tell people, I'd be like, that was the year I'm like, I'm a little more deadened to it now, but that was the year where I was like, dude, my friend's an NFL coach. And they're like, what does he do? And you're like, offensive quality control. Like, I don't even know what that means. But He brings the sandwiches. I thought it was crazy because he was friends with Ron Dane, two-time uh, yeah, Heisman yeah. winner of Wisconsin. And who was a person who played against my school in high school. That's crazy. Is that another? But Ron Dane was like. He was the guy everyone was like afraid of. Yeah, playing him. Oh, I, mean, I didn't play. Was, I quit during that week. Yeah. Well, he was fucking. <laughs> I was like, this. I'm not. I don't like this guy yelling at me with his tight ass, dick hugging shorts. Yeah, and those huge calves. Fuck all co- you, dude. All coaches Fuck have you, calves. Coach. Um, but he, Ron. I thought that was always the coolest of like, oh, he knows Ron Dane. I play with him on NCAA college football. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Georgia, right? Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And then he. So. What was crazy to me is that was the the craziest for me because he knew who the Texans were going to draft with the number one pick. And it was going to be between Vince Young, Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush. It was that year. Mm-hmm. And and he called Chad and I and we're just like in this shitty apartment in Tucson. And he's like, yeah, we're going to take Mario Williams, the DN from North Carolina State. And we were like, who the fuck is that? But you don't even. You're a stupid asshole. Hey, I was like, hung up on him. I was like, you take Vince Young. Shut up, turd. Vince Young is the. Shut up, McDaniel. You're so fucking stupid. McDaniel, you fucking dorkus. But then you don't think. Right. Yeah, you don't think 17 years later he's a head coach of the Miami Dolphins. No, that's what I'm saying. Trading for Tyreek Hill. And you're like, that's crazy. So when you have this kid yeah, but running around that- being like, Jason, Jason. And you're like, shut up, kid. And now he's like sitting back in the backfield, like, got it. And he's like taking it back. But you're that. For somebody uh, else that you grew up with, I'm that for somebody I grew up with. They never seem to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm waiting bet- for the day if someone's like, dude, we went through so much school, and I'll go, I remember them, but I'm going to play now like I really don't remember them that well. I would love to ask. Even a- though I do, but it never happens. I would love to ask an interview. I've had one friend apologize for being shitty in eighth grade. I had one of the bad That's really kids. really funny. One of the bad and kids was like- And also, can I borrow $2,000? Also, dude, I'm in a pinch. I need a Toyota. Unrelated? I need a, a Toyota Ranger. Can you just give me a two-seater? <laughs> no, that's uh, pretty well. Well, that's, again, that's weird for you because you had to be like, you know, I was like, Mom, can McDaniel stay over? Like, you guys were those kind of buddies. My mom's still- uh, My mom still that more with, like, I had that more with Kevin. Kev's thing- Mike McDaniel? Kev's thing was we were in entertainment together, so yeah. it was like that was what the dream path was. But at that age, we were like, I was like, what a dream, right? That's a crazy thing. Because we're just doing these open mic nights here at the old comedy club, and, and Kev was already like, he's like, I'm going to be an international huge star. I'm going to be like, a mogul. Settle down, bro. <laughs> but like, uh, but you know, it's no, but that was like almost, that's more like the McDaniel thing, though. In uh, like, we were also just bur- both broke, though. I remember yeah. like him needing to borrow money from me and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also a fun thing that we've both seen. But that Demir Bird kid, which is funny, it was like it was just a circumstantial, a like the kid, and I was like, hey, can you keep your eye on Demir while we do? I was like, sure. Hey, Demir. Hey, Demir. But that's Make what I'm Demir saying. Demir do his own thing. I like, never thought my... I, I wouldn't recognize him if I saw him in the street. Sure, but he... But you have those memories of him being a little kid, being like, Jason, I'm going to go outside. And you're like, okay, kid. Sure. Sure, Demir. Yeah. And then now they're like... Hey, buddy. Good eh, to see you. Bye. For, <laughs> back for the New England Patriots at the 10-yard line. Yeah. It's going to be Demetri... You know? What? Bird going to take it out of the end zone. You're like, holy shit. That's just... I always love that because... 
You don't realize. Well, I played basketball with Kobe Bryant. When that's I was the crazy. That's the craziest one at the that's, JCC. That is the wild. The JCC. Just dude. Kobe Bryant. Wild. Arguably the greatest basketball player of he all meant time. Nothing. I didn't even know who his when his that kid says it's Jelly Bean Joe Bryant's kid. I went. <laughs> he was like from the Sixers. I'm like, but he wasn't like a major player on the Sixers. He was like a what yeah. he said Barkley. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were like, uh, eh, okay, cool. And then he just dunked and. Everyone's fucking yarmulkes flew off. Everyone's like, was like Oi. we didn't even know if the rims could could deal with that. Oi, babe, excuse me, so if you're up there, can you clean the backboard? <laughs> yeah. Excuse no me. No one's ever seen that before. Oh my lord, what happened to you? Are you part frog? And they were doing like bounce between the legs backwards to the other guy going up and dunking his friend Rory. It was pretty wild. The first guy that dunked in my high school when that started being a thing, you're like, oh my God. When you're in high school and kids dunk, you're like, this is fucking crazy. Well, there was only like, we all probably played together like, if I'd say a handful of five times maybe. He didn't so come crazy. there a ton, but it was just like after that first time when he was there, like I didn't not know anymore who he was. Like, you were like, oh man, I hope That's he's on kid. my team. I don't remember. Weirdly enough, Did what you? I can't remember, I can't remember. I remember playing against him, not covering him, but like, because we had him put a much better person than yeah. me on him, uh, which didn't help at all either. But I, I remember playing against him. I don't remember playing. I wish I had a memory of like- Him passing throw, you. Or, yeah, or me throwing a pass to Kobe Bryant. I, I don't. I have zero recollection of because I never thought about him again. Until he went into the draft, and I, I lived in Jersey already, and I was like, "Did you? Did oh, you follow him? We used to fucking play with, huh?" So you did you follow him through high school, or just not once at he all. got to the NBA? You realized not at who all. he was no, because then uh, yeah, well then I moved to South Jersey, yeah, and lower high school basketball really just honestly isn't that huge in Philly. I, I shouldn't say that for the schools. That's, I went to a school that had no teams. Okay, it was just an inner city fucking school I lived in, like just the neighborhood basically. Yeah, and. uh so no, I didn't follow it all. And he's remember he had the glasses on his head, said he was going to the NBA, and then he took Brandy to the prom. So that yeah. made news, and everyone was talking about. It. I just remember calling my buddy Mark, Asian yeah. Mark, and being like, "Yo, remember that kid? That's the fucking kid from the thing." He's like, "Yeah, he's like, I saw wild. that. It's crazy." BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California. And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. 
but I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get to I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If But if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with prize picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports <laughs> app. gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. Or more or less, that's it. So if they say, LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking you he's going to get more or less than that more, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. But it made sense, I guess, when it happened. Sure. But no, and I didn't follow him after that at all because... Not to speak ill of the dead. Kobe Bryant was one of the best, if not the best, that ever played. Yeah. Okay. That's your opinion, Jacob. But he immediately 
stopped claiming Philadelphia. Started claiming Paris, started right? claiming Italy. Italy, that's what it was. He's, he's like, like, he's he's like oh, dad played ball in Italy. He goes, motherfucker, you... From Lower Marion. Lower Marion. Yeah, you went to Lower Marion. Fucking prick. Yeah, I hate that. Like the school you played good enough in to go to the pros out of high school was in fucking Philadelphia. Yeah, where you... Don't be a jerk off. Where'd you go to high school? And then, that's why I thought it was weird. And then when you see his genuine... That's that's actually one of the sweetest things, especially now that he's like passed like that. Yeah. Him getting excited about the... You ever see his reaction to the Eagles winning the Super Bowl? No. Oh, Christine, bring that out. It's good audio on it too. You're really like, oh, he really did care about... So why did you fucking always turn on the the city? Maybe yeah. because it was Will Smith's thing at the time, and he thought he needed his own thing. Did he get... What? <laughs> was, what? I don't think he was trying to do a sitcom. <laughs> did he... Didn't want to jump into Will Smith's shit. Did he get booed? Jay, are you passing out? Did he get... He's he's in a bad place uh, physically. I'm not, I'm not well. <laughs> are you on the junk? I had to take something. I'm all right, though. Oh, boy. He's got he's got uh, chest pains. We're going to get him a when GI. When the truth is found to be yeah, put, vo- put the volume on this. This is great. Holding his baby. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. That's the throw. No, no, no. Ball hits oh, the ground. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Yes, we won. We won the Super Bowl. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We fucking won. That's great. It's holding his baby. <laughs> That's great. Hey, it was so excited. And you're like, we won the Super Bowl. Well, where were you your whole what's, career, what's man? What's this we shit? You uh, did you? He did, said he would never play. He said he wouldn't have played if he was drafted in Philadelphia. Because remember, he wouldn't play on the Hornets. That's why that the whole thing happened. And he said he, he was like the first person that was like, I won't play for this team. And they trade him to the Lakers. When he got, when he got, uh, when he would come into town with the Lakers against the Sixers, would he just get booed like crazy? Oh, raining on oh, him. Jesus. Italy. Jesus. Italy. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Also, what a funny place. Philly, with, with the, um, the identity that it has, is being like very proud of itself because it's hardworking people. The whole idea of Philadelphia, it's historical, it's hardworking people who don't take shit, they fucking love their, they love their own, mm-hmm. they go to die for their own, and then to be like, no, I'm from Italy. Hey, oh, it's so much, off. it's so <laughs> funny to be like, no, no, no. Well, you know what's funny? That's it's like being from Montgomery, Alabama, and everyone's like, you're gonna play for the, you are gonna play for the Crimson Tide, and you're like, I'm That's from a- France. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. I fucking hate you! <laughs> like, you can't be more opposite. No, no. You have to like, I love Joel Embiid for the reason of, when he did J.J. Reddick's podcast, which yeah. is pretty great. J.J. Reddick rules. He describes the Philadelphia fan base, and man, he nails it. And this isn't even what he said, but it's the concept of, Kyle Lowry's a good example. Kyle Lowry famously is from the Philadelphia area. They always say that. Mm-hmm. He's from there. Because he's from the Philadelphia area, and God forbid through circumstances, is playing for a team that's not Philadelphia, he gets extra booed. Jesus Christ. But, but Kyle Lowry, if they show him on the screen at an Eagles game, because he's in the audience watching Eagles because he's still an Eagles fan, they'll go nuts for him. And so it's like, and Joe Embiid goes, he goes, you, and that's what almost we said about Ben Simmons, he goes, Ben Simmons, he really whined when guys who don't know him were like, you fucking ruined our whole season. And he's like, you, I didn't ruin anything. Instead of just being like, all right, dude, fuck off. (laughs) Which is how you're supposed to react to that. He goes, okay, dude, sorry. That's how they act on the- Yeah, you move on. On the Delco Riviera. That's what I call Philadelphia. (laughs) Blackley, are we gonna say something? Yes, I was looking up, because I wanted to know why Kobe and Philadelphia had such a beef. Uh, Apparently- Philadelphia raped his grandmother. Oh my God. (laughs) 
in the 2000, 2001 NBA Finals, yeah. he said that he wanted to cut their hearts out. And that's what turned a lot of Philly fans against him. I think that would I'm actually get Philly support. That, but he did. Like, yeah, I want to cut your fucking heart out. <laughs> yeah, you want to cut your <laughs> hearts out? Say, fuck you, dude. Rainbow, yeah. cotton candy. You're from fucking Lower Marion. Fucking respect it. <laughs> that does oddly sound like an Italian insult. Yeah, he's like, I want <laughs> to cut your heart out. And then I want to fuck your wife. That's <laughs> a little That's a little cart before the horse, I think, though. I think that was he just... said that because the city gave him... So, I mean, they never. He didn't have a game of love because he right away said he didn't want to play for Philadelphia. <laughs> when he was questioned about, "Aren't you from Philadelphia?" He's like, "I'm from Italy." Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> go, I want to cut your heart out. And she goes, "You want to get a drink first? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, KB. That kind of for turn, what? Kind of turn me on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, cut my fucking heart out. I'll cut your fucking heart out." Yeah, when my dad's asleep upstairs. Watching old Jeopardies, there was an episode of this dude from Philly, and he was just dealing in, re- in, in <laughs> fucking regular Jeopardy. He's like, what is it, the Arctic Ocean? <laughs> you're like, damn, this guy's fucking, it's an Arctic ice shelf. It was fucking awesome. He was just fucking, I go, dude, he's from Philly. Philippians 16-2. Yeah. yeah, what is an anagram? <laughs> <laughs> what is Mount Vestivius? <laughs> yeah. I just do all the... I only know all the Jeopardy answers from White Men Can't Jump. Who is Eisenhower? Yeah, what is a quince? She's warming up. She's getting in the zone. They better not fucking... They're redoing that movie with Jack Harlow. Wait, Damn it. White White Men Can't Jump. jump. We looked that up already. They're making a remake of it. Again, it's another... It's it's Flatliners. It's Point Break. It's... Some producer idiot not realizing that like it's not the legacy of the story. You're never gonna that get moves on. It's, what it's you the, want. It's the casting. It's you the casting. It's, these are perfectly casted movies for what they were. You mm. never are gonna get what you hope when you bring. Let me tell you something. As someone that convinced his dad's ex best friend to move in as a roommate, which then led to him banging my mom and then tormenting me for three years. You, that was the reboot. That was a Gary reboot. I was like, let's reboot Gary. This guy's bald and he's got a mustache. Bring him in. And then I was like, dude, fucking. He's going to get drank on. Wall. Dude, I tried to reboot my dad and it got fucking bad. Yeah, they turn on you. So don't do a reboot. You don't just, do just a write reboot. a new story. Just or, or inspired by, and then here's the thing. Uh, it's got to be, ca- listen, you couldn't afford with the price. That's what it is, what everybody makes today in Hollywood. Like, good luck finding a studio that's really willing to throw... Like a, a cast, like uh, like what was that at the fucking? What was Flatliners? Like Julia Roberts, Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Bacon, yeah. Oliver Platt. It's like people who all like garner some money, yeah, and came in and did that movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a Young Guns. You get, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how could you get all the best actors today together? It's very difficult. Yeah, they need to do like a salary cap in Hollywood. <laughs> like, dude, you can't. Like he gets Brad Pitt. Well, that's because people people want to people really want to be in that movie. Same sure. with the Coen Brothers, and same with um, who's the goofy one that always uses Owen Wilson, not Paul Thomas Anderson, but uh, uh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson that, that's like that. They're like, oh, do you want to be in the new Wes Anderson? And if someone offers you that, you're like, yeah, okay, I'll take SAG minimum. I'd be happy to be in the next Rob Zombie. That'd be pretty cool. It's Rob the Zombie. It's the monster is what he's doing now, though. So that'd I don't be funny. Really... If you're an enraged neighbor, <laughs> or if you're just fucking, this guy's be someone who doesn't who gets confused by. Uh, or if you're the hand, Lurch. No, Lurch is Adam's family, right? Yeah, that's Adam's family. Oh yeah, Munsters is um, Herman Munster, Lily. Yeah, the Bat Boy, the son. Or no, he's a little werewolf boy, right? Little werewolf, Eddie. 
Eddie, the werewolf boy, the widow's peak. Yeah, the hand is Adam's family. Isn't he the butch something? Butch Patrick. Butch Patrick. That guy did, that guy would sign Eddie Munster headshots until, is he alive still? Because, I mean, his fingers must have calluses. He goes to everything where they'll sign stuff. I don't think he's done anything else besides be Butch Patrick's at Who's, conventions. Can since. you look up the IMDb of the Rob Zombie film? Who's playing Grandpa Munster in the fucking Rob? Is he going to make it scary or it's, is he going to make it fun? He's doing his thing. He's, I don't know. I think, I think he's going to make it like a fun thing. But he's using his go-tos in everything. Oh. So you might not recognize a okay. bunch of them. But it's I didn't his know if they're going to get like a famous. Like his chick is Lily. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I mean, maybe it'll be good. He, I mean, you know, I, I've enjoyed some of them. A lot of them have been misses. Every one of them has something fun in it, but like, there's some pretty bad ones. I want to act again. Oh yeah, Sherry Moon Zombie. <laughs> yeah, we'll go down to the actual like cast. There you go, Lily D. Mm-hmm. Wallace, who hates us. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! She was the one from that hates skanks. Yeah, he's used her in a couple things. I think she was naked in the last one. Uh. Richard Brake was in his last one. Grandpa Munster's Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, so it's another person he uses all Jeff the time. Jeff Daniel Phillips. You know what really hurts me? Jorge Garcia is playing a character named Floop, and here's why I'm upset about that. That's the guy from Lost who everybody always said I looked like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. Hurley. That hurts my feelings so much that he got it. Not... He also used, do you remember this, Dan? I think I've told you this before. In two of his movies now, He's used comedian Redbone. Redbone is a black, a white guy who does black circuit comedy with a real heavy southern accent. And he like twerks and everything. It's real. It's platinum wigger. Yeah, when you find out, when you... <laughs> That's so funny. He's a sweetheart. When you find, uh, when that happens, when something you love like that and someone comes into the orbit, it's like when I find out that... D- that guy was definitely didn't even know who Rob Zombie was or, coming into this. But like when you find out... Uh, like whenever Dean Del Rey gets to open for Queens of the Stone Age, I'm always like, "Oh man, motherfucker!" Yeah, is this Redbone? Yeah, Redbone. Bad Boys of Comedy. We can watch it because we're with an alum. <laughs> oh my god, that's him twerking. What? What's up in this motherfucker? Dude, that's so funny that that's he has. Right, it's a cracker up in this motherfucker. It's crazy that he has the same eyes as Ralphie from Christmas Story, <laughs> and that he comes out and does. This. He's so sweet. He's such a sweet guy, right about. Yeah. I, while I would do, we did Bad Boys comedy together and some of the Black Circuit shows. Together. When you guys do Bad Boys of comedy together, do they? Do you have like a wigger sniff off? What you wearing? Cool water cologne? Um, you know what? Absolutely for sure. You see, the, you, you view up the other white guys there and be like, okay, because you know for sure you're going to have, like, what's, who's going up first early enough to make yeah. the acknowledgments of like, yeah. I know what's uh, going uh, on oh, here. Oh, they brought a white guy. Oh, his dad must own the place, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, you, you do got to keep your eye on goes, oh, no, he's going to use all the white guy in a oh, black man. room shit. I've used, and I think I've I, I've told this story before when I was doing talent show at Laugh Factory in Times Square and Skim Milk was on it and I went like three after and I just buried him the second I got up there. I was uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm up here to save the white, the white guy card and they're like, bah! You know, oh, just give him have a rough one. Yeah, and then you just turn right on him because we're just fucking cunts. <laughs> I never came across skim milk. He <laughs> was such another super sweet sweetheart. Kid. Sweetheart. He used to work at the cellar as a as a, a 
He was one of super the nice. He just had a tough set, and I went up after him, and I was like, "Well, I gotta, I gotta get a win now for the whites." And everyone was like, but, and you're like yeah, he gave me "Thank his... you." As I stabbed him in the back like a zombie movie, <laughs> they're gonna eat you. Dude, when he gave, I'm out of here. When he gave me his card, and it's spelled S K I M M M I L K. Yeah. And I said, "You should put underneath it the third M's for retarded." <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. But um, yeah. So when you got, so when you saw Redbone, was he like? What's yeah. up? And you're like, I don't know if I've seen him. What's since. up with you? Maybe I did see him since, but uh, no, he's a he's actually a very, if you give a shit about the movie Devil's Rejects, one of the most memorable scenes. It's uh, he's trying to sell a chicken. You saw the movie before, right? No, you never saw it before. I've never seen a Rob he's Zombie the, movie. Devil's Rejects is. Really I've heard Dead good. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects are the ones to see. House for of sure. A House of a Thousand Corpses is super is, campy. It's not campy. That's the wrong word for it. It's super dark, but it's like a music video. He didn't know how to direct a movie necessarily. But it's, Devil's Rejects is the one to see. Yeah. Great. But one leads into the other. So also, not even. They abandon storylines and everything, but it's the same family. Mm. So you should watch one with the other. It's fun. It's okay. a fun movie. I'll do a double feature. And then I, you can honestly, at that point, I hate to say, check out on Rob Zombie movies. Mm. I liked his really Halloween. His Halloween was solid. Lords of Salem was... I mean, I was angry when I walked out of the theater. Damn. I dude. should have loved it. It was like somebody, not. it was like somebody, it was like, hey, try to make a David Lynch movie or something now. And it was just bad, man. Yeah, that always sucks when someone you really loves, either whether musician or filmmaker or something, comes out with something and you're pumped about it and then it stinks. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Devil's Rejects was one of the, maybe the first movie in New York that I ever I went and saw by myself. Yeah. No one else cared. To go like what? Is, I go. This thing's been in, supposed to come out forever. I mean, they're like cool. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah, I think it was an oversold theater. Too. I think I sat on the stairs, like in the middle of an. It was pretty weird. Yeah, somewhere in Times Square, I think. Damn. But let's watch. I really uh, wanted to see it. It's more Redbone. Like a little Redbone, a little piece of Redbone. Guy who took your work. Hey, y'all better show me some motherfucking love, cause you know what white folks do when they get mad. They blow shit up. Goddamn, dude. And I'll dearly. blow this motherfucker. Up! All oh, this will be on the news tonight. All oh, y'all be dead. I'll be the only motherfucker outside. <laughs> Jacob loves it. It's good. You know white people crazy shit. I'm scared of white people. Well, I used to be scared of white people. Y'all know who I'm scared of now. I flew the plane down here. I was sitting next to Ockbot like this. So funny. They would not even let you do these oh, jokes. No, no, no. You could fucking bury Middle Eastern people on stage in 2000. Like when I, oh, I started in 04. Fuck, I started in 04 and it was still happening. Absolutely. He's like, oh, yeah. One of these Habibi motherfuckers? Yeah, they're like, oh, everyone just blows the I tried to pretend like I wasn't Middle Eastern. I said Armenian was Eastern European and got yelled at by an aunt on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you're very much Middle Eastern. You are Middle Eastern. <laughs> now get out there and dance about those towers falling. Now cling your finger symbols. <laughs> get your ass out here. Get down and shake your hips and cling your finger symbols. Dude, there was, there was uh, dude, Redbone, A.G. White, dude, and these guys... Uh, hold, here's the hold problem. On, keep going. I kind of love watching. No, no, it. keep going. But I'm just saying. Like, I just want to point this out. This motherfucker, Middle Eastern and shit, looking up here like this. Well, here's what's going on at this point. I'm trying to do my super anti Middle Eastern wigger, <laughs> the Bad Boys of Comedy set. I'm on the plane like this. This guy over here with the box cutter like this. I'm like this. I'm like I'm all like. But here's the thing. Also, AG, the, what I was competing with, on the, not competing with, but the other white guys on the show were guys who were 
locked in black circuit like comedy. Yeah. So they were like working and making money. Yeah. Black circuit, like good money. So they were like they leaned into more of like the act. They were like, this is you know, it's like this is gonna kill. Like they could know how to murder in a black room. Yeah. I had that. There was a time when I would go they put me on like fucking hours, hours into the show on BT's comic view and I was still like Go on, throw me up there. Cause I'm gonna go out there and do my white guy black room shit Uh-oh. and do whatever and take my clothes off, whatever Uh-oh. the fucking thing was. And I go, prepare for domination. By the time I did Bad Boys of Comedy, I was working in the city a little bit there. Yeah. So I'd already been teased out of my bravado pieces that I would do to kill in a black room. You're jokes now. Yeah, and so it was funny when they just threw a Sean John shirt on me and sent me out there, and I could think you could already tell my. I mean, I do the, I I, I say the words and shit. Mm-hmm. After every sentence in that set, because I'm just trying to latch <laughs> yeah. on to being like you're trying to get back into like, it. Yo, yo, yo. You're trying to get yeah. back into your role. When really, in reality, we all knew a nose ring was coming. It's uh, no shit. <laughs> we knew those fingerless gloves were on the way. But what's funny yeah. was now is that, feel the power. What's funny now is like I'd love to do. Man, bad boys of comedy. Knowing what I know now, I'd could, love to do yeah, it. You would crush on that. I'd love to do it. Yeah. If Def Jam came back or something. You know what it's I would like? definitely try to do Def Jam. It's like the the way I think about if I could play football in high school again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I sucked it. then. I think now, give me like a couple months, I'd be hurting. I don't know if I can make it through a whole season, but I'd definitely be smarter. I'd be nice making smarter it. plays. Yeah. Well, that's be, what it I'd is. I'd be reading stuff. The age, that's what I'm saying. I would have such a yeah. more meaningfully good set. I think about that a lot with um, like Live at Gotham. I think about that a lot with my Comedy Central half hour, with my first hour. Everything before HBO, I'm like, let me get a shot at that again. Yeah, I'm like I can I could do better now. I could do way better now. But that's what your next special always is. Yeah, another shot at it. Yeah, just be grateful that you're not the type of comic that's doing the same jokes you did on your live at Gotham. Damn, set. Christine, call out who you're talking about. Say, who you're talking, talking about? about? Say names. Uh, I'm just who are you calling out? Is, are you, are you spot? <laughs> oh, fucking the heat is on. Suck on that, Joe List. Uh, I'm just gonna oh. make it somebody. Oh. Joe List. <laughs> now he could, and he was possibly on the show this week, and that's oh, how you feel. about Wow. Uh, Go watch Joe List this year's material. It's great. Hilarious. His new YouTube special is so fucking funny. So funny. I watched it up in Canada. It was fucking awesome. Great new hour on YouTube. Mm, I hate to catch you in a lie, but it's not available on YouTube in Canada. Uh, 100% is because I watched it. I know. 100% I know. Well, I didn't There's a lot of specials available in Canada. Is there now? Oh, yeah. Did you watch other ones? Uh, Yeah. Did you watch other ones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we both, everyone knows what we're talking about. They don't. I hope they don't. Maybe they do. No, they do. You want a little more red bone? You want a taste, dude. Yeah, give me more red bone. Can't get enough of the bone. Bone me. Wake the fuck up. You ain't going to sleep in this motherfucker. <laughs> dude, I, I, I can almost watch hours <laughs> of anti-Middle Eastern <laughs> wicker comedy. Because they're just, it's just clear what it is. They're just trying to appear. Die head ass motherfucker <laughs> trying to fall asleep next to me. <laughs> I try- said ain't no way. And they're trying just to appease a black audience by burying Middle Eastern. It really yeah. brought people together to be racist against Muslims. My God. In the early 2000s. They're like, oh, these 
motherfuckers with their smelly ass hair. And all the black people are like, black people are like, take off that turban and wipe my ass with that toilet paper. Black people love it because they're like, yeah, yeah, the heat's off us, fine. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, Russians were still white. This is like, ooh, a different color. Yeah. Why don't you go fuck a tiger, life a pie? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's not even the right thing. I actually am from Pakistan and I would never have a sex with a tiger. I believe everything you are saying to me is. Uh, you've never been Shut to up, Sri Lanka. Shut up, you the ass motherfucker! <laughs> I am from Suriname, and our language is Dutch. I do not know why you would say this to me. <laughs> I'm Hindu. <laughs> I'm Hindu. I do not believe. I believe in the, uh, the, the Vishnu, the destroyer. I do not believe in Allah. <laughs> Give me some more bone. Uh, dude, lay some it. bone on I'm me. telling you, I really could watch a lot of this. <laughs> it's so specific, because you know what they're trying to do. <laughs> Should I go back a little bit? No, no just no. let it rip. This motherfucker blowing shit up and shit. And shit. <laughs> you go. Oh, yeah. Bust him right here. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy out this motherfucker. Because you know what? I got to say something. Shit's on my motherfucking mind. He's trying to do Bernie. White people. America. Let black people have something in this motherfucker. Damn. Why y'all got to what come a, to every goddamn What a thing? pander bear. This guy's full on. <laughs> <laughs> what a full on fucking pander, dude. He goes, let me tell you something else. Slavery should have never happened. Uh, if uh, I done, had done, it been my way. Stealing kings from the kingdom. <laughs> How the fuck you gonna do that? You're like, all right, well, we're here. So. <laughs> white people, we nuts. <laughs> Blowing shit up. I think even third person goes, white people, y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're the whitest. Yeah. Y'all acting nuts. <laughs> Eating uh, green vegetables and oh, shit. With your jogging and shit. Then his smelly ass cab motherfucker come over. He's just, talk he's just talking about his life specifically. He goes, your Aunt Patty asking you why you talking like that. <laughs> Telling me to talk white at my barbecue. It's my barbecue. And no, we don't have no salmon. <laughs> What does talk white mean? Redbone, Red you know bone. it. Come on. You know Red what we mean. Hey, Redbone. Hey, guy. Hey, cut the shit. Maybe I ain't know what you... No, that's what I'm saying right yeah, there. The like, double that's, negative. You, you know definitely that did that on purpose. I've looked here. You actually have a minor in linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's impossible. You're, you're butchering the language, and I know for a fact you're trained in it. So, yeah, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> God damn it, Redbone. Do Redbone, not Redbone, please. He goes, I'm trying to heal. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. We some nosy motherfuckers, ain't we? I mean, yes. Pander bear. <laughs> you know how white We ain't shit. Dude, I heard one of my friends said that, and I saw someone write pander bear online, and I'm yeah. like, dude, that might be my favorite thing I've ever heard. Pander That's a great bear's work. genius. Yeah. I will not take credit for that. That is, exists already. It's fantastic. I just said it because I've heard it before. That's great. Oh, Spread dude, it around. Dude, Ray Lepowski, too, dude. Ray Lepowski used just to go out there and dominate. Pander bear. Just a pander bear, dude. I don't it might have been South Park that made it up. I don't want to call them all pander I mean, this set for my red bones, pretty pander bear. But like Ray Lepowski, I don't even say, it's just they, to some degree, I guess, you have to believe a white guy when they live it, you know what I mean, and, and talk it all the time, but there's yeah, always but something I, I feel, feel like they've made a choice it's Donnie Brasco. on behavior. 
I just feel like it's Donnie Brasco. The dude on Love After Lockup right now, I mean, the he's definitely like a, a white, like Italian guy or something, and he just everything's like just talking through the lower teeth. Like, if it's all cool, shorty, I'll pull up and do the thing. You're like, dude, your dad probably shakes his head every time you speak. Just like, ugh. It's, oh Christ! Here he goes. Hey, but, Darren. I, mean, I would be interested to know. It does it go opposite ways? Like Black Lou, do you see that with black people when you see a black guy like speak, like, uh, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Or they're like, "Motherfucker, come on, that ain't you." Absolutely. You feel that immediately. Yeah. Uh, especially if I'm hanging out with my white friends, there will be other black guys that try to out white me. Really? You've been yeah. in a white off? <laughs> oh my god. They go, yeah. I love parsley. I love parsley. That watermelon's <laughs> really good. Yeah. <laughs> but really? It, Absolutely. It, especially it, it, if there's girls around. Really? Like we all like white girls. Yeah. We're the only two black dudes in the room. Yeah, you like it's a little gonna, peach princess. Yeah, Nothing I'm, wrong with that. I'm Carlton. Yeah. Usually Carlton Banks. Yeah. And he tries to out white me. So it's more like a, a lot of black surfers guys like shore heads yeah got black guys you that guys go to the shore start, every you weekend guys start going deeper into the catalog of uh white third stuff. eye blind yeah wish you would jump back from it's, that it's that pretty crazy oh you wait i was trying to think of the most the most random third eye blind song i know is you never let How's me go. It I, was be? Say, you, I never let you go. Do 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 And she goes, Oh my god, that was an older album. He's like, Right, bro? Anyways, Lou, wanna grab us some sodas? And they keep doing this with hair they don't have? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's fucking wild. And then I'll bring out things like, you know, uh, one of my favorite episodes was of the OC. Oh my god! Like, or talk Kardashian. Yeah, look which at you got Christine. Works. You already, you already yeah. tricked Christine. You already got her dancing around. Are these girls? Is this particular girl? Because I oftentimes think, if you're looking for a white, it's a specific kind of white girl. Because is it? That's what I'm asking. Because I would think if you're like down the shore trying to hook up with chicks. The uh, quote unquote blacker you acted would score the white chicks because they're ready to fucking let loose on the, you know, uh, shore weekend, catch some of that big fat D. You know what I mean? Yeah, not the ones that we like. He's, you I, like, I'm yeah, thinking you're preppy. You're preppy. That's what yes, I was just going to say. Preppy girls that are like, um, I don't know. I don't really care about that. And they're like, I like that. Girls it's- with sports awards and shit. Maybe some scholarships. No, girls with, uh, <laughs> girls with rock, Roxy stickers on their Jettas. Yes. Yeah. I gotcha. I knew that. Yeah, Roxy <laughs> stickers on their Jettas and they wear like pink sweatpants and shit. Yeah. You're you're from Philly. He's like, you got it. Yeah. You're from Philly where like uh the white girls that lack black eyes like black eyes. Yeah. And they and they dressed like the white girls like black eyes would dress sexy Puerto Rican. But there's also that's the closest you can get to ethnic. And those white <laughs> girls also like white guys who act black. Those are the white girls that like. They will those also are white, do that. Yeah. Those are. I'll tell you right now. Those are the white girls that had no time for me. They're just like, who are you? And I'm like, hey, did you see that they're releasing SummerSlam '93 on VHS? And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? My buddy Glenn, yeah, would shout consi- out Glenn, would consistently get black chicks. I got. That's what I'm saying. The white girl. I never. No, but, but Glenn didn't really act black at all. He acted boy bandy. I'm telling you right now, the. The white girls that like black eyes had no time for me. Black girls loved me because they were like, I don't know, this goofy idiot. He seems like he means well, you know? And I'd be like, I don't know. Do you want to like hang out? And they're like, yeah, come here. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was because honestly, it was uh, like from the vibe that I caught, they just kind of liked that. I was like, this is what I like. This is what I'm kind of into. Oh, I, uh, I, I asked out or, you know, at least gave hint Mm -hmm. to whatever, like in, 
still passing notes age of school. Sure. To uh, several black girls, and it, it never seemed like it was even batted around. They just shut it right down. Pretty quick, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh. And then, you know, you never want to fuck the one person who seems they would like you. You want to fuck everybody else. Dude, that's, when I, when I go back and I think about that, the first girl that, like, really, I probably could have had, like, a young love relationship with this girl, but she liked me and I was like, no, I like I like another girl. What are you doing? You're crazy. And then I go back and I'm like, what are you doing? Dan? Meanwhile, she's singing love songs about you to herself at night. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even saying that. I wasn't even saying there was a pretty girl waiting in the wings for me. I'm saying I could have just, if I was smarter, I would have just nuzzled up to a pig and just. That's what I mean. No, you dropped down a weight class. Banged a, yeah, banged a, a girl who also was insecure. No, that's And we ex- probably could have had a decent time in high school. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. The girl that liked me wasn't like. She wasn't like a hot girl that I was like, no. It was just like a girl where I was like, she's my buddy. I would never do that. And then later in life, she was like, you know, I had a massive crush on you. And I was like, we were buds. You were awkward. I was awkward. And she's like, yeah. But I would have sucked you off. Exactly. Like, that would have made then you eighth, go, ninth grade yeah, better. I would have gone, oh my God, 10th and 11th grade, I probably would have gotten through without latching on to substances. That probably would have been fucking great. But at least nobody's pregnant. Yeah, I mean, my God. Yeah, that was a conversation we had after when I had moved to New York, like maybe two years after I'd lived in New York. I went back to Colorado and we were all at this bar and this girl was like, and I was like, what the, you know, I don't want to say her last name, but I always called her by her last name. I'm like, get over here, you fucking asshole. And then I was like, oh, you're like married now. Everything's going well. She's like, yeah, I mean, I was in love with you. And I was like, what's, what's up? What's, I no one's ever professed their long-term love for me that, that was like unrequited. Yeah, I would, ne- that would never have where someone goes like, I you know, I was like totally obsessed with you. Like, what? Yeah, I, know, like, I wish I'd find out somebody was obsessed. It's with only me. been it's only like, been one. Awesome. It was only one girl, and she wasn't like obsessed. She was like, <laughs> I wanted to date you, and she was like, and you were just like, oh, you're my buddy, and I was like, you gonna thought you were my buddy. I didn't oh, think I fell for go. both Christine my gay wants, friends at different times. Christine <laughs> wants people to be obsessed with her so bad. She just tells me I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> That's funny, but she says that things where I'm like, I swear to God, I need a, like a year away from you, and she'll be like. You're obsessed with me. That's so fucking I'm like, all right, let's say there's a big gray area. Yeah. And and, and the true answer is somewhere in the middle, but it is definitely not, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. He's like, you need to move out. I'm like, no. That's why Katie sometimes she goes, you could possibly, you're obsessed with me. Katie, that's so funny. Katie and I all get into fights because she's like, what are you doing? You're like annoying me. You're like trying. And I'm like, yeah, you're a hot girl. I'm trying to keep you. I still got that high school mentality where I'm like, anything I can do? What do you need me to do? And she's like, I don't know. Why are you being weird? And I'm like, I don't know. Fuck. Are you going to leave me? You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. 
I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost.